everyone and welcome to Radio Tony. This is the Everyday Business Show and today we have gremlins in the system. For some reason, my Zoom keeps dropping out and before it drops out again, I just want to welcome everyone. Good morning, Australia. Good afternoon, the rest of Australia. Good evening, America. And welcome to our friends in Germany, Russia and the UK. This is Tony Lontis and this is the Everyday Business Show. If you're listening live, don't forget that we have Payo listening on live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube and Twitch to answer your questions and provide you links and in particular provide you a link to Nikki's special offer for the day. Uh, don't forget if you miss these short live shows you can catch up with them on Binge TV Networks, Hero Go TV Networks and the Tony TV channel app on all LG, Roku and Samsung smart TVs across the planet. Now that I've got that out of the way, I want to connect you with the gorgeous Nikki McLennan. And here's what you need to know before I bring her on for us today. Nikki is one of those people you can't quite believe exists. She's a multi-award-winning photographer and entrepreneur. Nikki defines what it means to take the bull by the horns, living life to its fullest. She works passionately in combination to celebrate the power of women and preserve lifelong memories of family and women in particular. Her work in this space is a clear reflection of her ideals and her work and space that she's done on herself. Nikki is the personification of her lioness brand, as well as a dedicated and loving role model to her beautiful children. Nikki's journey into photography space started at the age of just 14 years old and continued from there to her post-school life in camera and film work. Nikki has been mentored by Stephen Blanche and she quickly developed a love of art and photography that grew to be her life's passion. So I wanted to start the interview today with a quote from Nikki and it's one that I love too. In an age where digital is king, Lion and Cub believes there is power and beauty in real art hung on the walls for everyone to see. Good afternoon, Nikki, and welcome to the Everyday Business Show. I'm so glad we're both here finally after the <laughs> technical hiccups that that started the show. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's lovely to be here. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it is very exciting. Now, I want to draw the audience's attention to some of the beautiful portraiture in the background of Nikki, all her own photos, and they are stunning, I might add. But more <laughs> about that as we go along. Nikki, I want to start where the story left off. And if you can tell the audience about what happened after high school and what you did and what you studied. So I finished high school in Ballina in 1992 and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I had been offered a scholarship with the Royal Australian Navy. Um, I literally ah. applied for it because I love um, entering awards and I love filling out forms and applications and so I had this scholarship opportunity to go to the Australian Defence Force Academy and then I also had an uh, offer for Sydney University for an arts law degree uh-huh. or one in Brisbane I could have gone to Queensland University where mm-hmm. my brothers were so I wasn't really sure mm-hmm. what I'd do so I figured um, I didn't really want to join the Navy because that would mean my from 19 to 27 would be predetermined for me all those years. And I really wanted to figure it out myself. My dad told me I was a free spirit. So I decided if I do arts law, hey, that's going to be really fun. I'll move to Sydney. So there I was at Women's College for three years. I didn't finish the law degree though. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going (laughs) to. So you definitely finished the arts degree. But what was it about law that kind of, led you down the path of no this is not quite right for me was there something about the law degree that that didn't resonate with you Nikki yes it was it was very much um like I had a really strong sense of justice and what was fair and what would be right and I 
sort of was quite naive. I thought if you told the truth, everything would be all right. But I realised that yeah. it was more about lawyers, money and, um, you know, what kind of lawyers you could afford. So that kind of really wasn't right with me. So I decided to focus on the English literature and art history. So, the, you know, studying at Sydney University was amazing. The library, the resources, the lecturers. So we also were able to do a practical component in the um, fine arts degree. So I was able to start painting yeah. again and finding out more. But then I heard that there was a whole art school in Sydney called National Art School. So I realised that's where I probably should go next. So I did work yes. for a year. I tried the corporate space and I had a great job in a media agency, which I loved. But they actually told me that I was probably overqualified for the role and I should really just pursue my passion and go to <laughs> art school. So I went. So it was like another degree. So it was a Bachelor of Arts and then a Bachelor of Fine Arts. But that was completely different because it was completely based on painting, photography, printmaking and sculpture and drawing. So that's when I really studied photography and learned all about film. I mean, I'd always taken photos, but I hadn't developed my own film. And I hadn't used slide film, for example, or Hasselblads or Mimia cameras. So and I had incredible lecturers as well, three female teachers and only 10 students in photography. So we had so much help. And then I went into running my own business. So that's where it all started. My first business was opened in 2001. So from there, I, I applied for the government NICE scheme, the new enterprise incentive scheme. And that one allowed me to open a business and have some kind of government assistance and do a crash course in business. So that's where it all started, really, running a business 20 years ago. But there were breaks in between travelling, tried my hand at teaching, high school teaching, and also more kind of a bit of you know, in hospitality and retail in between. So I'm just wondering if anyone can still hear Tony. I seem to have lost people. Okay, so after that, I started sort of applying for photography awards and competitions um, because I've always loved doing that. I've been doing it since I was in year eight. So there was plenty of opportunities in Sydney um, for entering uh, art exhibition awards. And the first one that came up was called Shutterbug. You had to just pick a theme, any theme, and show 24 photos. So my theme was mannequins because after my first year in business, I was um, not exactly working every day. So I'd go out and photograph mannequins just so I had some kind of project. And it was all sorts of mannequins, like shop like David Jones, beautifully styled mannequins to the grungy ones with the chipped nose and the false eyelashes that you find in op shops. But that created a whole series of work which was shown at the Chevelle Cinema in 2008. And then I also volunteered at the Australian Centre of Photography so I could find out more and more about exhibiting because that was the real passion, was always creating artwork for the walls, for people's, for now it's now it's for people's homes, but being in a collaborative art space that I am now at Tortuga, there's a gallery downstairs. So I've been able to keep exhibiting, um, you know, in, even in lockdown, there's a show, one man show in the window. <laughs> Nikki, I am so truly sorry. Uh, I, again, okay. I have no idea what is happening today with Zoom, but it again, no warning just completely dropped out so I've reconfigured it and uh, reconnected so my lovely girl where were we up to we were talking about um, I was actually going to go back and ask you about the decision not to pursue oh, the idea yeah. of being in the Navy and I wondered if that related to your dad's thoughts that you were a free spirit and that the Navy would have been too constricting on your beautiful personality and artistic <laughs> flair Thank you. Yeah, I did. I was concerned about it because it was um, going to Canberra, being studied. I would have studied an arts degree, but also a military degree. But then you pay back five yeah. years service, and I would have been on a, sh oh. you know, who knows? I think the Gulf War. Might, I might have had to go there. I think I would have been in a very male-dominated um, 
environment as well, which I don't think I would have liked. I really wanted to just yeah. um, spread my wings and do my own thing. It was really important to kind of follow my destiny, even though I didn't know what that was. And I realised since I've had like 41 different jobs, I counted them the other day. <laughs> I've tried so many different things. I mean, most of them while studying part-time. Yeah. But I've yeah. really done a lot of different jobs. So I think, you know, but I feel like now I have figured it out. But I do remember my dad saying I was a free spirit and I was so happy because that's yes. what I wanted to be. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's lovely. I actually think that, that having that background in a variety of jobs and, and roles gives you a level of wisdom and experience that other people can't bring, which is kind of really important in what you do, isn't it, Nikki? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's important to kind of read the situation. I can walk into a room and kind of work out what's going on with intuition, which is a really important skill as a photographer. Often absolutely events, networking events, I photograph a lot of networking events, but you literally are going up to people and interrupting them right when they might be about to introduce themselves or make a point and you have to be very delicate and ask for a photo and you also need to know when to walk away. Um, or, you know, other events where you've just got to capture people when they're speaking right at that moment when they pause. But I absolutely love networking, um, especially in sort of female groups. So mamas, yes. creatives, the Oz mumpreneur people. And there's just so much online um, support for women in business. And that's the space that I'm really enjoying being in. Yeah, there's, um, it, I like the point that you made about um, networking with women, because I believe too, Nikki, that it's it's quite a different space um, and whilst I enjoy joint networking events, it's the women's events that um, fill my soul and um, ignite that that passion and that's not to denigrate men, that's not to say that anyone is better than the other, it's just that women have something special, don't they, Nikki? Yes, they do and it's so much support and so much um sharing of knowledge and skills and also the collaborations are so much fun and the idea sharing and there's so much um inspiration out there like I was not bored at all in lockdown there was just in fact I didn't get close to doing half the things I wanted to do but a lot of that (laughs) is um reading you know like trying to yes well connect with people and blogs you know there's so much to to do so um yeah, networking with women in business is like my, one of my passions, definitely. Yeah. Nikki, you're in Sydney, um, in New South Wales, and you have experienced a really long lockdown. You're coming out the other side now. Um, how's that time been for you and particularly for your photography business? So lockdown number one was a really good chance to rebrand and refresh mm. and sort of reevaluate. So I went all out with the rebrand. That was so much fun. I had an yes. artist design logo for me, which I love. I'm actually wearing it here. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I also have it Lion and Cub. I have another one for Lioness, but I also was able to get spend a lot of time getting brochures made and everything yes. matches now. So I've got my brand colours and then a website with Coda Design that was a huge one because it, it was such a big website. It had to cover so many genres and try and educate and inspire and delight people along the way. That was a big one. Um, but then also learning how to use WordPress myself so I could update it, uh-huh. add blogs. So a lot of learning. But also I figured out uh, how to outsource as well. So finding a VA and finding working with a lot of other people. So I might start a blog yes. and then someone will help me finish it. Um, HK Morgan Harris, she's amazing. She's helped me with a lot of my copywriting. So I've got like a little team of people that I could work with that help me get get the things done. But I think lockdown, so lockdown one, I had a great success coming out of it. I did a business to business uh-huh. collaboration with a healthy habit fitness, which was um, photographing mums who'd had children in lockdown and then hadn't been able to socialise or meet anyone yes. or even be in a mother's group. So that was a great collaboration and got me with my most successful business quarter. And that's when I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I should start applying for some awards now because I've got a lot to talk about. Yes. Because I had new websites, new um, marketing collateral and all yeah. that time was so good because literally before I was just 
like a mouse on a treadmill running, you uh-huh. know, picking up the children, all that stuff. But now yeah, um, lots more time saving things are in place, better systems and workflow. And yeah. I also did a course, Master Your Marketing with Mark Rosetto. So I had mm-hmm. some excellent um, distractions. Like there was so much to get through in the course, but it was yes. time. I had time to implement. And then the second lockdown, it was interesting. I got the awards, but then um, yes. was in lockdown again. So, yeah. So coming out of it now, hopefully I can start connecting with the people that I met online. So I did a lot of networking online and looking at the other businesses. So I've just been, um, I'm a state finalist for City of Sydney in the Excellence in Micro Business, which is through Business Australia. And that's so exciting because that's um, quite different to the Ausmumpreneur Award, which is, you know, I've been chipping away with that community since 2017. Uh Yeah, so lockdown has been um, a wonderful chance for me to really reevaluate everything and also um, I have a new website for lioness photography, which is my boudoir and yes, beautiful pole dancing and dance photography and fitness. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So I want to know what your favorite genre of photography is. Now, you have such a broad skill set from uh, black and white to events to boudoir to mums and bubs. What's your favorite, Nikki? Do you have a favourite or do you just love the whole creative process no matter what that shows up for you? I think my favourite would be photographing women. I especially love the boudoir because I've been doing that since art school. I used to photograph myself and my friends. Um, I was looking at Cindy Sherman and um, looking at ways of looking different in photos but also we lived in Bondo Beach. We're all young and fit and we had suntans and it was easy to – uh, look good in photos when you're 25 so it was lots yes. of fun but I also um <laughs> there's so much inspiration out there but I realized that wouldn't women prefer to be photographed by other women so that is yeah. really creative and spontaneous whereas some sometimes when you're working with children or pets you have to be sort of guided by their moods but when it's just one woman mm. by herself and there's no time limit um you can really get super creative and use a lot of props as well. I love photographing with props and lights in the studio. That's something I love either yeah. way. I also love and photographing guess, babies. Yeah. And in in thinking about the space where you do your photography, that has to be a pretty safe space for women in general and for bubs, but for a lot of women it needs to be a safe space. So many of us are um, not happy with our bodies or don't like our look or, or just feel genuinely anxious about photography. I know that it's still yeah. one of my big uh, pain points is that I just don't like photos and I am on camera presenting most days of the week. Um, and for other women, I'm sure that that's the same, is it, Nikki? Yes, it is. It comes down to kind of lots of conversations before the shoot and really paying attention to planning, like getting them to send me the pictures of their clothes that they want to wear yes. and um, having everything planned so well that by the time they arrive, they're just actually excited. Um, yes. But it's also guiding them with posing like from their fingertips to the way they point their toes and what to do with their eyes. Um, for women in business um, with personal branding, that's another way I can mm. empower women through yes. having fantastic images that um, describe their brand and their products really well. So, And that also it comes down to planning and really thinking about how we're going to do the shoot beforehand. I guess coming mm. across as an expert, which is why these awards are so great, like building trust yes. through the awards and also the websites with so much information and um, trying to kind of, I guess, there's another way with the pole dancing too, like that celebrates a strength, you know, so yes. those girls too, um, you know, they bring a friend sometimes to help get them into the positions on the pole, like spot them and then they just yeah. slide out of the photo. So yes, you know, sometimes if they want to bring a friend, that, that can help as well to, um, you know, moral support. Like, you look amazing, you look fantastic. And professional hair and makeup it always is. does the trick. I know that pole dancing has, uh, you know, some some not-so-nice connotations, but I know when um, a group of us got together for, I think it was a friend's hen's night, and uh, she wanted to do a pole dancing class, 
I can tell you by the end of that class, not only were we completely <laughs> exhausted, but we were sore and had sore tummy muscles from laughing <laughs> so much. And I and I actually was completely surprised at how empowering that whole session was. And we were all sorts of shapes and sizes and ages from very young, like we had some teenagers to some grandmas, but we all had the same fun and um, when I saw your photos when we were, I was prepping for the show and saw the, the pole dancing ones, I'm like, I bet those girls had the best time because it's, it, it, I don't know, there's just something about it that really makes you feel, oh my goodness, it, it's so good to be a woman. Yeah, it is. It's such a great sport and it really is um, fun. I started going to class And tough. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's so hard. So yeah. it's like like kind of rock climbing it requires the same kind yes. of center of gravity strength and um and there's so many different uh women that can do it at all different ages so but when you're in a class with other women that really is fantastic because there's it a is. lot of fun a lot of laughter a lot of bruises that come lots out of, it. of laughter yeah. lots of laughter lots of bruises a few falls and a few very strange <laughs> positions but um, what a great way to capture the essence of a woman through that sort of photography. Um, yeah. You do a lot of writing, Neki, and not just talking about the awards, although I'm going to go back to the awards in a minute, but you also started writing for Capture Magazine. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so Capture Magazine, I was writing for them when I was um, on maternity leave after my first child. I kind of did take the usual sort of six weeks off but then I was wondering what I could do and I this opportunity came up and I was so excited uh-huh. because it involved researching and I could do it when my son was asleep so I had to find photographers at least three or four the first article was all about the art of newborn photography because it was at that oh. time in 2011 it was becoming a really popular genre which was a fantastic genre mm. for women who have school-aged children because most of the shoots occur between 10 and 2 and yeah. um, and it was a chance for women photographers to really get big names for themselves because when I started, it was all working for men, male photographers, being an assistant wedding photographer or a lot of male portrait photographers' studios. But this was um, when women really started to, you know, they're earning, yes. earning the men with their fantastic work like Kelly Brown. Um, mm. And so I interviewed Kelly Brown and she was amazing and then some other photographers then it would, yeah, yes. the article would go backwards and forwards to the editor. That was quite a long process. He chose the photos. Yeah. Um, but then there was one article I had to write which literally oh, it almost ruined me. It was about storage solutions for photographers yes. and, like, hard drives. It was just so yes. difficult to write. Um, but I did do another one. I suggested it. Can I do an article about the history of um, female nudes in photography? And that was a fantastic, mm. fun article. It was men photographing like Pirelli style calendars I interviewed yes and then another photographer Toby who was photographing women uh, larger women jumping on a trampoline and then like in the air yes. and then yes. he'd photoshop them like floating through these landscapes so um <gasps> and then Fiona Wolf another photographer I interviewed yeah so all different interpretations mm. of the same theme that was my yeah. favorite one to write but then if, yes. then there would be the odd one like the digital file dilemma why photographers don't want to hand over all the digital files why they want to make mm. artwork for you why they specialize in creating artwork you don't need yes. to see all the photos you just need the best and trust the artist the best one that was what it yes. was about yeah so that was yeah, fun yeah. I really loved doing that actually it was good yes. um it was a good way to stay involved in the industry and be able to stay at home with my baby as well Fantastic. Now I want to go back to the awards and you mentioned earlier in the interview how much you love filling out um, awards and and paperwork (laughs) but that leads me to when you were first nominated um, in the Oz Mumpreneur Awards in 2017. Just for the audience, the Oz Mumpreneur Awards are amazing awards for women in business across Australia and uh, they create such a huge buzz and have such an impact on the people that are lucky enough to be awarded um, prizes within the diverse range of awards that are available. But can you tell us about the, the first time becoming involved with Oz Mumpreneur and then the story around that? 
Oh, so 2017, I did a personal branding shoot for a great lady who had opened a barbaroo. It was called Barbaroo in Barangaroo. And she was a hairdresser, which oh, was absolutely yeah. terrified of having a photo taken. So it was really hard to get her to feel relaxed and confident. But she had amazing hair. It was like bright red and these fantastic outfits. And she mm. also had some um, textiles. So we did it was she was very creative so it was easy to come up with ideas yes. and different colored backgrounds but also quite hard to get her to feel relaxed so when um she wrote me this fantastic testimonial and then the next thing was i found that she'd nominated me for the oz mumpreneur awards and i was like wow that's oh. just so excited so i was nominated this first year by someone else and then yes. as i found out more about it and realized it was a huge award gala dinner in Sydney I was like oh my god I should photograph this so I got in touch and put my proposal in and that was great because I got to meet everyone of course because I was the photographer of the event and the trophy winners and the people speaking and then lots of women wanted those photos so I reconnected with them after the event and then I was like wow I want to stay in this community so Mm. I waited until Oh, but I was when I was photographing it. I was like eight months yeah. pregnant as well. <laughs> so oh, that's I yes, that's right. You were eight months. <laughs> that's right. You were so eight it was months quite pregnant. Yeah, I was sat right up the front. I, I had to make yes. sure my meal was served early, so I wouldn't. I had a, a steak. I was literally putting mouthfuls of steak in my mouth and then quickly <laughs> photographing the next Taking award and then eating. <laughs> yes, it was really hard actually to stay up. Um, I had flat shoes, but. I got through the mm. night. I couldn't have champagne at the end with everyone, but I went home. Yeah. And then two years later, my child was one, and that was exciting because yes. it was on again, but this time it was Melbourne, and that was mm. my first time leaving my family to go off on an adventure since having, yes. you know, two children, two boys. Mm. And so, yeah, 2019 was excellent, and I ended up getting a bronze award in New South Wales mm. Business Excellence. And so yes. I was like, wow, if I came third – what can I do next? So I just waited and waited. And then when this one rolled around, they actually had mm-hmm. invented a new category called the creative entrepreneur category, yes. which is a new category. And I was like, this is absolutely perfect for me for and you, for other yeah. photographers and artists mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who might teach as well, teaching classes. So my, yeah, I was just thrilled that, that there was a new category and I felt very confident because I'd had the lockdown and I had the rebrand so I had new things yes. to talk about and new things to write about in my application and so yeah. that started that and then when that came around we're in lockdown and it was you know zoom at home <laughs> again yeah, <laughs> so, yeah yeah dressed up with my you know best frock on and a cocktail hat and I had my children yes. with me yes. and when they announced it I was just like yeah it was so exciting I couldn't believe it I was yeah. so happy and it's it, been great it, it's it's even though we've done a lot of that on Zoom. Um, I know for our awards over Zoom in Queensland, it was the same. Everyone was dressed up and having all sorts of fun, and and I couldn't. Um, the the excitement was palpable even through the yeah. screen. It was it was lots and lots of fun, even though it was on Zoom. Um, so. Yeah. The award in um, 2021, what does that mean to you, Nikki? Because it's been like a progression, hasn't it, from 2017 it to, yeah. Yeah, I guess um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really validating. It's been nine years in business, like to, yes. from the start when, you know, like I was literally just working but not making any money and then sticking at it yeah. and then having another child and then going, well, I could what teach. Do I do? I'm a, my mother was a teacher and I also studied to become a teacher in Melbourne um, and it was great. I did enjoy it, but I wasn't sure if it was what I should do full time. I'm just glad mm. that I've stuck it out now. And I'm glad that I've been in this collaborative space here at Tortuga in Sydney, which has got a lot of artists around me and seeing other women in business around me going, yeah, I'm sure this is what I'm meant to do. It does. Um, and yeah, just I'm just so glad that I've stuck it out. And now this yes. feels like um, the tenacity and going through lockdowns but actually using it as a chance to get better and create new products and really work on my craft I mean I took photos every day still sometimes just of shop windows mannequins again I did mannequins (laughs) with face masks my children um my cat anything so I never really stopped making yeah so yeah I'm just so glad um I I thought to enter the awards now like yeah it really helps yeah 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, your work has been described as a fine art photographer. What does that mean to you, Nikki? Um, it means a lot. It means um, mm. it's really, yeah, it's like being called um, what a three-hat chef or something, you know. It means that I'm really passionate about it, but I've been working on it for so long. It also means, I guess, I understand how to use film I've learnt from the beginning with film and also that my photos are not just snapshots, that they um, have layers of meaning, that I can create stories with a series. Um, Having them post-production work done on them, special sort of retouching and also using uh, lighting equipment and studios and props. Um, I also love photographing outdoors, but I really do like introducing all the extra levels. Um, Mm. and being in exhibitions since art school. So obviously at National Art School, the goal is you have your end-of-year show and that's so exciting um, to be exhibited and the whole of Sydney can come and see it like it's on display. Yes. Um, So that fostered the love of wanting to be in exhibitions and creating art that's going to be seen on walls. And um, so I guess that is what a fine art photographer does rather than um, snapshots or purely documentation it's meant yes. to be on the walls yeah it's meant to be beautiful and special and wonderful and imaginative and on someone's wall in display for everyone to see isn't it yeah yeah that's right so that's and Nikki there's also the ability for you to um, be quite innovative with your um, portraiture and you can create all sorts of different things and you can, if someone has a blank wall and a bit of an idea, you can create that for them, can't you? Be it a yeah. landscape or a family portrait or, or whatever. You you Now with all that experience that you've had, you can create works that are essentially works of art even though they're they're photography they're still works of art for people yeah aren't they especially like telling a family story like if a family has two children and they're quite certain that this is their children now so then they might choose an artwork that's got um one of each child and then a panoramic of the family in the middle or creating storyboards that one photo might have nine inside it so really focusing on asking the family what they'd love to have imagining it on their wall and then Mm. shooting specifically in a certain style to capture that yeah and yeah I love doing that I was just going to say do you like that creative so obviously you love the photography itself but I uh, know from talking to you that you also enjoy that creative post-production part where you get to be as innovative and creative as you want or need to be, don't you? Yeah, I do. I love showing the photos to people when they come back in and they look at them with me on the screen and I give them different options of black and white or colour or maybe something quite desaturated so that they can really have exactly what they want. Sometimes they might need to be guided but um, mm. with the different paper samples and framing options, you can have a really high gloss metallic finish or maybe you want textured watercolour paper. Um, ah. And that's why I love having a studio because it's all on display so people can come and touch and feel it. Sometimes I take they it can. to the shoot. Yeah, they can. They, and then just trying to work with people who can't really think beyond, oh, I just want a couple of digital files couple of prints yes. I don't really know what they want so I guess um helping them kind of visualize something that they can look back on as their children and be proud children of. yeah and children love seeing big pictures on the wall of themselves they love it yes and that makes them yes. feel builds their self-esteem and yes and then or albums that can be handed down I mean I love looking at my mum and dad's photo albums I've got mum did such a great job putting all the photos yeah. into albums there's so many and then the older ones where they actually touched up, you know, the lips and the eyes, so the black and white oh, yes, photos that are hand-painted. Yes, those beautiful old, yes, I know what you mean. They they really are quite stunning. Um, I, It was tradition in our family to have uh, portraits done at a certain age, I think maybe eight months old, 
and we grew up with those really big sized portraits of each of us uh, at the same age and up on the wall uh, together so they are very special um, and we get to uh, inherit them when uh, our parents move from their current place. Um, I want to go back just quickly to your work with mums and bubs and in particular small bubs and some of the work that you can create around mums and bubs um, because when bubbies are very small, um, mums don't often remember <laughs> what it was like <laughs> when they were so small because generally speaking, you're pretty fatigued, aren't you? Yes, definitely. So a great way to start a family portrait with a newborn is to do the family photos first and mm. really capture those so that then if the mother is extremely tired, they can sit back in a chair with a cup of tea and watch the rest of the shoot unfold and just look at their beautiful baby they've just created. And the baby would be on a posing beanbag and that's when yes. I can do the little detail shots, little fingernails and tiny toes um, I also love to photograph a mother holding their baby so they can yes, remember how that. small they were in that, yeah. their arms. So seven to 12 days. And then again, I, uh, around six weeks is another great age, but they're still super yes. small, but they might yeah. want their baby's eyes open in the photos. So um, again, it's kind of like really asking them to think about what they want before the shoot. And there's so much inspiration um, on Pinterest or, you know, or asking them to look at my photos and connecting with what they love. Yes. But I think um, some newborn shoots can take a lot longer, but uh-huh. people never regret doing them afterwards. It's, um, sometimes I go to people's houses if they've, you know, um, aren't able to drive yet, I can do the mm-hmm. photos in their home. It really depends on what they want. Yes. So for some people that's exactly what they want. They've created a nursery they're really proud of. And yeah. they want to. Sometimes they want their dog in the photos as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> like well, they're form. part of yeah. the family. Yeah, they're part yeah. of the family. Um, I think yeah. um, Anne Getty's made those those beautiful newborn um, photos. Just such things of gorgeousness with all the different, you know, in a pea pod and all of oh, those. Definitely. They're just amazing, aren't they? And oh, I've I think got all that of her that's... books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're they gorgeous, gifts, aren't like, they? Great gifts. Yeah, my mother yes. gave me lots of them as gifts. But I always look at them. You know, they're really inspiring, the way she uses her colour palettes and then flowers and yes. um, and the and also the soft sort of focus. And, yeah, there's lots yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so and as a photographer, at. it just gives you even more uh, ideas for creating special shots for your clients as well. Um, Nikki, yeah. there's a beautiful link between art and photography and you capture that in your beautiful portraits um i know too that there's been lots of struggles for you and in particular being a creative entrepreneur with adhd i'm wondering if you're happy to share with the audience what struggles that means for you in particular being a mum with a business and having ADHD how does that all play out for you and how do you manage that because I've no doubt that there are days when it's a real struggle yeah so I only was officially diagnosed last week last Thursday so the official diagnosis is brand new but I knew that I had it yes Um, there's so much information out there um, with podcasts especially and people with ADHD love podcasts because you know you can listen to one while you're cleaning or you know walking the pram and so I had a lot of kind of hunches of yeah that's definitely me I totally have that so I think um, in business it's been tricky sometimes wondering if I specialize in too many genres whether I should just Mm. focus on one but then again I enjoy them all Um, I guess um, yeah, so I think the some difficulties can be, though, with um, scheduling and making sure I'm allowing myself enough time. time. Um, you can be a perfectionist, so you, you sort of I underestimate how long something's going to take. Um, mm-hmm. There might be the hyper-focus too. I could easily forget to pick up my children from school, but thankfully we've yeah. worked it out now. My partner, I take them to school and he picks them up. Yes. So that's... That's been really That's helpful. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think, but it, I mean, there's lots of um, good things about it too. So yes. you, know, you can really hone in on your skills and be super creative and there's lots of 
um, really well-known people like Richard Branson and Whoopi Goldberg mm. and lots of mm. people that have actually thrived with it. But I find having a virtual assistant is incredible. The biggest and, help. Yeah, and also kind of, yes, yeah, doing some, almost finishing something and then handing it over to be finished by someone else because finishing things yes. can be a challenge. A challenge? Because, yeah, and having lots of windows open on my computer um, as well. So trying to like start something and then just finish it, edit mm-hmm. one job with, before I start the next one. I have to actually uh-huh. write a lot of lists and tick them off as I go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah. To... no, I agree with you. I think that um, lists are great things. I have lists <laughs> all over the place, yeah. and I do try. I... I'm a bit like you, Nikki. I the, I get distracted by the next thing, and sometimes yeah. forget to go back and finish that thing that I was supposed to finish. So, um, I, I do get a little bit. Up, under, I do understand a little bit, but I actually think that it makes you and your work more creative. Do you think that plays out for you? Oh, absolutely, definitely. I mean, I've always really focused on the creativity but absolutely loved it and love looking at other artists and taking something from them. And that's why I enjoyed studying fine arts because you would have to find Mm. one or two artists who inspired or influenced your work. But I actually used my report in a third year at National Art School as evidence for my assessment because it said uh-huh. you really need to focus on the two artists you have chosen and stop bringing in new elements to your work. So I was so excited. I kept wanting to be influenced by more than two. I wanted 10, yes. you know, influences. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, like I'm just lucky that I've got some great people that I collaborate with and I work with. That really helps. I must say I did have to do a mad dash home to get my earbuds though because I forgot those. So <laughs> every now and then there's something that might go wrong. <laughs> Um, you know, but I luckily I'm oh, like, really close to the studio. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, or like your host uh, internet dropping out unexpectedly <laughs> multiple times. Never had that happen before ever. Oh, really? And of all the people, never happened. It's never happened like that before ever. Um, and all the people to for it to happen to, I I'm just was beside myself when it dropped out the second time. I'm like, oh my god! And then I come back on, and you were talking like, oh, go Nick. Yeah, I just figured I'll just keep talking. I'm really good at talking, so I just thought I'll just keep going and um, hopefully you'll come back. Yes, and I was concerned <laughs> that maybe I'd got the daylight savings thing wrong and I was like, no, how could I, you no, know? No, no, um, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. We have you here now and we get the pleasure of your company talking about um, something that you love. Now, your, uh, as you said, you have a number of uh, genres that you work in, and I just wanted to quickly touch on um, the boudoir work that you do with women. Can you explain to the audience how that works? So, some um, people may not be familiar with how a photo shoot like that works. Okay, so first of all, it starts with kind of a mood board and collaboration of like, uh, show me some photos that you love show me some ideas from Pinterest or just take photos from books so we collaborate um, that way over a few emails and we have a planning consultation which can be in person or on the phone for about Mm -hmm. half an hour and really it's good to do it over zoom actually Um, they can show me the outfits they're thinking I can show them the kind of backgrounds that I can use and then on the day it's um, hair and makeup and a glass of champagne if they like or a cup of tea Mm -hmm. so lots of um and they also collaborate with the makeup artist too. So the makeup artist mm-hmm. knows what skin tone, what colours to bring, whether to bring eyelashes. And then the shoot itself. So usually it is like three outfits. It can be um, a mixture of like just all lingerie or it might just be um, a favourite dress. It might be uh-huh. just a glimpse of skin or it could be like a fine art nude shoot, which is mm. um, sort of traditionally black and white. So yes. I photograph women Sometimes the girls might want to do a pole dancing, a bit of pole dancing and then boudoir. But it's also for yes. older women who may have, um, you know, have had Scars two children. And yeah, and they want and... to celebrate their kind of their strength and beauty. It could be yeah. a woman who's pregnant as well who's about to bring in new life that wants to celebrate the amazing shape that her that... body has taken on. Yes. Yeah, but it's all sculpted with um, lighting and shadows and most of my work is 
quite moody and dark. Occasionally mm. I use a hotel room though where it might be all white linen sheets and light yes. coming in, but I yes. prefer the kind of studio dark, moody. lighting. Yeah, I prefer that, but I can do either. Um, so sometimes it might be a bridal lingerie shoot too for women who are getting mm. married. Instead of presenting their husband to be with cufflinks or a watch, yes. they give them um, they give them an Apple Watch that's preloaded with sexy photos of themselves. Oh. Or they might give them a little book. They think they're getting a letter, but in fact they open it and they, oh my goodness, this is the lady I'm about to marry. So there's yes. that as well. It's a great way to photograph a woman before her wedding as well. Then mm. I know all her best angles. But it can be a few different things, but I particularly love photographing women who are um, a, a bit older, who really want to do something special for themselves, be treated, yes. be pampered after yes. like busyness of raising children. This is a day just for them. And then they get sort of very personal artwork. They don't mm. have to put it on the wall. They might put it in an album with that's velvet with a ribbon tie that makes it very yes. much an experience of like untie the ribbon, open it up, look at it, enjoy yes. it, put it away. But then return to it years later when they're, yes. you know, like in their 70s, Even, remembering yeah, yeah, what it was like yeah. to be, you know, celebrating that confidence that comes with um, when you're older as well. Definitely. So there's a few different ways I can empower women through that. But I guess, um, yeah, the boudoir is it's super creative. It's really fun. And I absolutely love seeing the reaction when I can show them yeah. their edited photos. It's amazing. Nikki, do you do do you do most of those in your own studio? I know that you have the capacity to go anywhere, but do you like to do them in your own studio? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. I've got a pole here for pole dancing and it's a huge ah. space. This is like an old, old building. So the actual yes. space to do the photos is um it's enormous. So I can get right back and use a really long telephoto lens. Ah, yes. So I can make someone look like they're quite far away. Um it's also great for the hair and makeup because it's like there's a lot yeah. of space um, around. To do that. And, yeah, so this is be, be my favourite place to do the photos, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Now, Nikki, um, I know that you have a special offer for the audience today. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I've just come up with an offer that would suit someone who wanted a little quick session with a pet or a baby, so like a half-hour shoot, so mm. with five digital files. I've got that um, discounted for its um, – sorry, it is $4.95 for a 30-minute yes. shoot with five digital files, a family Fantastic. offer with 10 digital files and for $7.95, and then the final offer is for just – if someone just wants a headshot, like a – corporate headshot uh, that's yes, 195 yes. just a like oh, a quick headshot for linkedin so fantastic. i tried to cover all bases fantastic yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. they're fantastic offers i was reading them and i thought oh, i can't wait for nikki to tell the audience about these <laughs> now <laughs> if if you're watching this today the links for uh, will be in the live chat they will be attached to all of the replays of this interview in particular and I encourage you if you're a little bit um, worried as a woman in particular about you and your body please talk to Nikki she has amazing insight into what looks good what what you'll look how you'll be placed within that um, photography session and she has wonderful experience in creating things of beauty photographs of beauty and of course she has the adaptability to be able to photograph from any stage in life so from beginning to end and anything in between <laughs> um nikki's favorite thing to do is to create something that falls within the realm of fine art photography so you're not getting just a normal photographer you're getting someone who will create something particularly beautiful and unique for you so nick is in sydney new south wales um, australia and i know that there will be those of you listening today that are in need or want to get set up for 2022 so those there's lots and lots of people already planning particularly 
businesses are already planning about what's going to happen in 2022. And if you want to revamp your socials, if you want to relaunch, relaunch rather, or rebrand on social media, I encourage you to get in contact with Nikki. Nikki is an award winner, a multi, multi award winning photographer and she does beautiful creative shots and photography across many genres and I just encourage you to jump on and chat to Nikki. Nikki, what's your best email? Uh, my best email is info at lionandcubphotography.com. So it's um, info at then L-I-O-N-A-N-D-C-U-B photography.com. So that is the best one to reach me in. And the website is Lion and Cub Photography. Um, what's yeah. the other website, Nikki? So I have uh, Lion and Cub dot photography. So it's not dot yes. com. It's dot photography. dot photography. And I have Lioness. So www.lioness.photography. So this special offer also extends to boudoir. I just wanted to let people know that as well. Oh, it can fantastic. be for boudoir, family, corporate, or a simple baby that's sitting or a pet just so that people can come in and have like a you know small experience medium or large kind of in terms of yeah how long it takes and what's involved and so, actually yeah. in the lead up to christmas what a great christmas idea as well yeah definitely that's right. Who gives yeah, someone I... the gift of photography <laughs> for Christmas? We've all been locked up for way too long. Let's celebrate what life uh, should be looking like. Nikki McLennan, thank you so much for coming on Everyday Business today. It's been a divine pleasure to have you on the show. Again, apologies for the technical issues. We'll be able to edit some of those out in the replays <laughs> of the show. But unfortunately, live is live and that's the way it falls. Nikki, thank yeah. you for coming on Radio Tony and Everyday Business. I look forward to connecting with you again soon and um, look forward to seeing more of your beautiful photography gracing our screens across Australia. Uh, thanks again. <laughs> Thank That's you. your lot for this week, my wonderful audience. Bye for um, now. We'll see you next week. Nikki, thank you. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Goodbye. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Bye for now, everyone. <laughs> thank you. 